I'm Lindsay. And I'm Julia. And we are two friends in our 20s who love to talk. This is Ridiculously Ridiculously Inconsiderate. Lindsay, Julia, one mic, high school, go! (laughs) One mic, one heart. (laughs) (laughs) This podcast is kind of going to be just like everything that we talk about and kind of things that we like want to talk about publicly, but we know are like the tougher topics, things that we... That we share with each other yeah. and we we know that there are people out there who have, like, similar experiences or who would just find our stories and our weird experiences maybe funny or, or interesting. Yeah. I don't know. We just talk a lot and we thought maybe we should record yeah. our conversations because we just talk all day long. And there must be something, something good in there. Oh. Someone out there who likes it. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, Not quite on the same Some quality way. content. <laughs> oh, I'm sure there is. And occasionally we'll have our friends on who probably will be more than occasionally. More than occasionally, but we didn't want to like rope them into like an every episode thing. Yeah, because they all, honestly, they have many more commitments in life than we Other do. commitments, yeah, yeah. Because like my job is just. I feel like we just have more normal hours. I go in and then I'm out and I'm done. Yeah, and I work from home, so yeah, that's easy for me. Two working ladies. We are working. <laughs> I don't work often, but. We work. And I don't do much at work. <laughs> we're, we're, we're working students. Let's put it that yeah. way. We're working, working students. students. We also say things at the same time a lot. So brace yourself for that. And not purposefully or rehearsed, no. unfortunately. This is our first podcast, obviously. That much must be clear by now. <laughs> we're still kind of figuring out the structure of how we're going to do this. So we thought maybe it'd be fun to do a little introduction of both of us. Lindsay, if you want to... I don't know, talk about yourself or yeah. whatever you want to just say. Just to people who don't know us and, like, we so, don't want to say stuff that might be offensive, but, like... Like, it's not offensive to us because we know who we are, but people, but people listening who don't. don't know us. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, go ahead and give a little... Okay. My name's Lindsay. Um, I'm a Pisces. <laughs> Pisces sun, Cancer moon, Pisces rising. She's got a lot of water in I'm her. very emotional and sensitive. I grew up with two moms and a brother my half brother so my mom is japanese and mexican so that's kind of mostly the culture that i grew up with was like both like kind of i feel like a mild bit of both like i'm not super japanese and i'm not super mexican but i like have like a little we've got a blend certain traditions that we still do and um my other mom is my brother's mom her dad is Dutch so we like also grew up going to Holland so it was like a yeah fun little mix mix. and yeah my brother and I have the same um like our biological father is Japanese and white so like we're both kind of like each other so yeah you've got mixes yeah you grew up with the same culture yeah but we're all and then we're also like very Americanized too I'm a college student well we both are but um I'm studying chemistry and math. Woo! We're very different when it comes to school. And I'm hoping to go to medical school and be a doctor. Thank you. Thank you. Yay. Um, okay, I guess I'll talk. 
this is gonna take a few tries, I can already tell. I can't talk about me. Like, I never talk about myself. Like, I like doing a podcast because we can talk about things, but like, I'd like to give you as little information about me as possible. That's what I do to my friends and family already. I am a Scorpio, <laughs> if you did not know already. <laughs> um, and yeah, my name is Julia. I'm 21 years old. I am an English student at an online school. Shout out to COVID for that. I work at my parents' restaurant. Um, that's my primary job. And my secondary job is voice acting, which is why we have this microphone. I guess I should share about my culture. My dad's side of the family are Italian-American. The restaurant that I work at is a blend of Italian and Mexican food, which is much like my family because my mom is Mexican and many of my aunts on my dad's side are also Mexican um, because the town they grew up in was primarily Mexicans and Italians. Now you have me. (laughs) (laughs) And your mom is also... And my mom is also indigenous and she is Native American. But I definitely grew up with a blend of the the Italian-American culture and the Mexican-American culture primarily. But um, our Native culture is very important to my grandparents. Therefore, it's important to me. I'm just not quite as connected to that. But I'm trying to kind of reconnect with our tribe and that side of me. That's something maybe you'll see me journeying journeying through. But uh, as of right now, Mexican, Italian, Indigenous to an extent... This is green me. eyes. <laughs> Got the green eyes. I don't look like any of the things I just explained at all. I guess the Italian. I have two sisters who will probably be joining us at some point on this podcast. Yeah. Because we're all very close. We are very close. I kind of feel like the Foreman family in that 70s show, like everyone just is always here. And my dad is like, why are all these people here all the time? But he also loves them a lot. And my sisters are part of that group. And we have Lindsay as well and two of our other friends that we grew up with going to high school Mm -hmm. with. Yeah. My aunt sent um, a little, like, gif to a group chat with me and my my parents. And it was, like, a happy – it was, like – it didn't say anything in English, but it was, like, a Chinese New Year thing. And I was, like, this feels – racially <laughs> motivated because you're not chinese like oh asian here yeah that's yeah it was from my white aunt yeah yeah, yeah that's what i'm saying like that's bad <laughs> yeah it would be weird if they were chinese yeah and they were like oh and we want you to celebrate the new year with us but instead that's like i don't have any chinese family i'm not you're just not chinese we like, don't at all chinese new year means nothing to me <laughs> it means nothing it means nothing to me like i remember in i feel like in school we like not we did high talk school about it, not in high school in middle school, I remember, like, learning about it for some reason. That's cool. Yeah, that's a good thing. That's not, like, a... Ugh, first like, time we celebrated like, Hanukkah. Like, like, that was cool. That was kind of the only thing. That was elementary we, like, school. Yeah, elementary school, we learned about Hanukkah, and we learned about Thanksgiving, and they dressed us up as the pilgrims and the Indians. We were, like, And the I feather. had to be a pilgrim. And I was, like, I remember being so mad. Like, I... I didn't understand the implications of, like, why that entire thing was wrong because I was, like, a little kid and I, and I just didn't understand why that wasn't okay. And all that I was mad about was the fact that I had to wear a pilgrim hat instead of, like, a, a headdress. headdress. <laughs> so bad. A it's headdress really bad. made out of paper. Yeah, like, they made it out of paper and they were like, Julia, you'll be a pilgrim. And I was like, why? Why do I have to be a pilgrim? I was already here. Like, I was mad about I it. I was an Indian. <laughs> <laughs> that feels racially motivated. That's our show. <laughs> That's all we got for you. Um, we haven't even talked I know. about what we wanted to talk about. My God. Another thing about us. We go on a lot of tangents. <laughs> we should maybe talk about how we met. Like, okay. So we went to the same high school. Yes. And we had a mutual friend 
Sophia, who we're still friends with. Yeah. And, um... I don't know, we just kind we, of... We connected, but we also had an English class together. Mm-hmm. So once we connected, like, outside of class with our other friends, we realized, oh my god, we're in this class together, but we're both shy and we don't really talk. <laughs> so then the teacher started sitting us next to each other. Which was so sweet of her. Because she loved us. Or she loved you, at least. I fell asleep every day. No, but she still loved you because she didn't care that you... <laughs> yeah, she let me fall asleep. She knew I was struggling. Oh god. We talked through the whole class and we had a great time. That's what happened. Yeah, and then after... That was, like, our freshman year of high school, and then after that, like, we just continued to hang out more, and, um... We very close friends. Yeah, and we also had a shared feeling of being excluded from... <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> the rest of, um... Well, we were newer to that friend yeah, group, so they had all us. known each other before, and we just didn't feel quite as included, so we kind of became good friends, the two of us. Yeah, because I think, I think it was just like, oh, the group's all here. That's, like, what they would yeah. say, but then, like, we would not be there. <laughs> And then as well as that, we were both dancers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we've always shared. We've always had, like, similar stories and, like, experiences. Uh, (laughs) Okay. Wait, what? Where were we? Oh, we were talking about how we met. We were just really trying to introduce ourselves, and we just went on a tangent. There's going to be a lot of those. We'll try to edit them down to the best of our ability. Yeah. Or leave some of them in. But it wouldn't be us if there wasn't a little tangent in there. Yeah. That's a weird way to say that. Tangent, cosine, sine. Don't make me throw up. <laughs> so I have kind of a, I, it's not um like a perfect memory, but it's pretty good. And I, I never remember names. I can't remember words, but I can remember like moments in my life really well. And so one of those memories that I have is when Lindsay and I actually became friends. And it was that I was sitting with a friend group who I had um, gone to middle school with. This was our freshman year of high school. And they had all kind of, they were all in sports and I was doing performing arts. And we had kind of started to drift. And I was, I think I, I'm just a little uncomfortable sitting with them. And I felt a little excluded and strange. And I had made friends with my, our good friend, our best friend, Sophia, who was in the performing arts program with me. And so she said, well, why don't you come sit with me? You know, all of my friends are very artsy and we'll include you. That didn't fully end up being true. But we did. But for the most part. Yeah, freshman year. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I was kind of nervous going over there because she always came to her lunch table really late or it was a lunch bench. It wasn't a table. It was a bench because <laughs> we went uh, to an like outdoor the- school. We went to an outdoor school. We're from California and they don't have like lunch tables everywhere. They, do, they have but some, like- but a lot of people just kind of sit on benches and planters. It's like the lunch tables are very much for the seniors. And yeah. And we were juniors. freshmen. So we had a bench, um, <laughs> for like 12 people. Yeah. And I had, we had, had, Sophia and I had had some older friends because the performing arts program we were in just had a lot of older kids in it. So one of them said, well, hey, I'll walk you over there and, you know, I'll hang out with you until Sophia gets there if you want, if you're feeling a little weird because you don't know these kids because I had kind of told him. So we went over there. It was Lindsay and another friend and they were talking about ballet and I sat down and I was like, oh, so this is where Sophia sits, right? And they said, yeah. And I kind of knew the other friend too. And so we kind of got into this conversation about ballet and uh, we kind of just stuck after that. <laughs> that was it. And then I sat there every day and we became best friends. Yeah. Yeah. That's so weird. Do you remember that at all? No. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> I have a horrible memory. Do you? Yeah. Oh. I have like moments that I remember and then I think maybe that's just because I looked at an old photo of me. <laughs> that happens to me. I go, oh wait, that's definitely just a picture that I see in my head. And I'm like, oh yeah, I remember that scenery <laughs> mm. i do that with like or like older family members who have maybe passed i go oh i remember them and then it's like wait no i just looked at the <laughs> you're like i wasn't alive <laughs> <laughs> no i was thinking like when i was a baby yeah like you're not gonna write. yeah um maybe i should put this psa out there i have a huge family and a lot of them were older and have died so i am not like really 
shy about like laughing about death because i've just experienced a lot of it that sounds so bad but like you know i'm very like ah, death you know it happens because i've just because and it does like it's it does and i just had a lot of family members that died because i just have such a big family and i feel like you i'm just comfortable with grew up with a lot more like great grandparents and stuff. yeah i had a lot of great aunts and great grandparents and you know the greats they don't stick around long um (laughs) (laughs) that sounded really bad but they don't like but it uh, also sounded like you're talking about like the greats like the artists (laughs) like the beatles they don't stay around long i mean they didn't they they had, like, a good decade, and then they were done. So One you know, Direction. The camera can pick this up, but I've been biting my lip like a crazy person because my lips are so chapped. Like, I've been doing this the whole time. Like, the guy from Harry Potter, when he, like, licks his tongue. Yeah. He's like, Barty Crouch. Barty Crouch. Junior. We have a lot of weird interests. Well, those aren't weird. That Harry Potter, I mean, it's, like, weird, but it's not weird. But we, like, Maybe are obsessed. Nerdy. Maybe we're, like, really, we know a lot about certain things, Yeah, like, too. weird pop culture things that, like, other people don't care about. For some reason, we really care about. I don't know. We didn't also, I don't think that I realized how weird it was until I, like, hung out with other people, like, in college or, like, just friends that I met in life who were like, oh, that's random that you know that thing. And it's like, is it? Yeah, I, I guess it is a little weird, huh? Maybe I'm just strange. I yeah, know. I don't know. I also but, hate doing that, like, being that girl that's like, I'm so weird. Because we're not, <laughs> we're not that weird. We're not, and but especially we're a little, to each other. we're a little odd. We'll put it that way. My mom used to describe one of my friends in elementary school, I'm not going to say which friend, but she used to go, she's a bit of an odd duck. <laughs> and maybe that's us. <laughs> yeah, like Harry Potter. Like, we're not different, but Marvel. we are a little odd. Like, those aren't weird. Those are very popular They're very, things. like, very popular. It's more of just that we'll get stuck on, like, one specific moment from Like, those one movies. line. <laughs> like, Barty Crouch Jr. That really matters a lot to me. Barty Crouch. That was a horrible impersonation. Mm, I can't yeah. do it. Like, we'll say things like that, and people are like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, you need a super majority. <laughs> That's the best one. The succession. You need a super majority. That's my favorite. <laughs> people either get it, and the girls that get it, get it. <laughs> i'm never saying that again but like the people who get it they're they're like oh my god yeah and they'll laugh with us and the people who don't get it think that we're yeah. psycho or we'll be like, and then you water. explain it to them and they're like oh oh wow it's embarrassing we feel like we feel we feel as though the company <laughs> i don't know what i was doing i was doing a little bit i'm sorry i blinked like <laughs> I, I was so confused. i was looking at you and I was like, <laughs> like she's not seeing anything <laughs> Well, I, like, saw you, and then I was like, I don't know what she's doing. Look at us. What are we, millennial? No. No, we're Gen Z. Gen Z. We barely made it to the Gen Z. I don't really... Okay, you know what's weird? I didn't really feel like a member of Gen Z, like, when I was younger. Because they were like, oh, Gen Z are, like, the iPad babies, and that's not us. Like, we didn't... I had a leap pad. Yeah, we had, like, leap pads, like, those little, like... I didn't really have... Like, I guess kids had, like, Nintendo DSs, things like that. That's true. I didn't have any of those, though. Is that why you're afraid of robots? No, that's just me. (laughs) Oh, should we get into our phobias? <laughs> <laughs> a little segue. Who cares about what we were saying? Segway. We're going to talk about our phobias. Should we start small and get big? Sure. What's your, what's your like, smallest Smallest phobia? phobia? I would say heights. That's your smallest? Like, it's not a huge thing that I'm afraid of. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's a minimal, a minimal fear. I just remember, like, I think we went to, like, the Griffith... Griff- I can Griffith Observatory? The Griffith Observatory. What? <laughs> <laughs> Why can't you say it? The Griffith. Griffith. Yeah, there you go. The Griffith. It's a hard one. I think it's when I try to say observatory right after it. The Griffith, Griffith of a, the... Observatory. Yeah, Griffith Observatory. 
That's it does t- sound weird. Yeah. Okay. It's so, fine. So we went to the Griffith Observatory, and yeah. I just remember <laughs> <laughs> standing over. <laughs> like, <laughs> you need a super majority. Just take a breath between. We went to the Griffith Observatory. There you go. I think it was like a field trip, and we were like standing over, and they have like the the barrier wall from falling off the cliff is like glass. So it's like see-through. Yeah, it's terrifying. And I remember just being like so afraid of that. But now it's How not... How old were you? Sorry. I think it was like elementary. Oh. Maybe like oh. sixth grade. <laughs> I was saying it was terrifying and I meant like as an adult. <laughs> no, I, yeah. So like that's why it's like more minimal for me now because right. like now that doesn't scare me as much. Like it, I don't love... But I also don't like do that many things that require me to be like really high up. I don't like being Flying. at the top of a building and then looking out. I don't love that. That's why I'm afraid of New York. <laughs> That's the city. <laughs> like, Baltimore is, like, very, um, flat, like, low. Like, it doesn't have a lot of high-rises. Yeah. Or at least maybe, like, downtown, yeah, but I don't I go. I haven't been. I don't yeah. go there, and, like, I don't. You don't have a reason to. No. So you're just not. We did do, like, an, um, orientation thing was to go to the World Trade Center in Inner in Harbor. Oh, I was, like. Inner Harbor, Baltimore. And, um. And it's, like, this fun thing where you get to go to the top floor and, like, look around. That and I was strange. Like, <laughs> like, I know it's not the same World Trade Center, but that seems strange. I remember being like, this feels inappropriate. <laughs> like, it's not, but, like, <laughs> the, I think they have a thing outside that's, like, this is, this like, a piece of metal. I don't know. <laughs> this is going to be totally wrong. But I know it's out there. There's and I don't know there. if it's from the... Like Why would main it be from that? one, as that like didn't a tribute. In oh, okay. Or if it's from an old Baltimore World Trade Center, like from the original building of it. I don't know. What's your? So that's a minimal one for you. Yeah, as an adult. Minimal for me is blood. I think. Okay. I'm. I have a little fear. It's not necessarily like blood as a concept. It's like the idea of like getting a cut. Blood comes out, and then you think about the fact that like you're a skeleton in a body (laughs) (laughs) i was following you and then you kept going and i was like like uh, human anatomy is terrifying to me for some reason and when i say terrifying i mean this is still the most minimal fear i have something about it is gross to me like i hate the idea of like a surgery a surgical cut a cut that you got on accident and then you realize that there's like flesh and things in there and then blood comes out (laughs) <laughs> okay and i realized this fear when i took anatomy oh yeah because our professor got very like in depth just kind of obviously she should she was she was not a professor she was a teacher this was okay i school. was like you took like, another one you, no I, I wouldn't i wouldn't do it again um but I, I did really like her she was really great i just started to think a lot i'm just a very anxious person and i'm afraid of so many things and something about that to me is so gross yeah so the other thing i was gonna say the real reason i think that like kind of jump-started this fear though was that my dad is um a great cook and he owns a restaurant and he would cook for us all the time as kids and he would teach us um how to properly hold a knife because he didn't want us basically grabbing in there and you know because he was chopping and he was like no keep your hands away or you're gonna get cut and he would tell us exactly what would happen to scare us away from touching the knives like he would be like you're gonna cut your finger but you're accidentally gonna hit a vein and then blood is going to be everywhere and you could die and we're gonna have to take you to the hospital and he would scare the shit out of us and so now i'm afraid (laughs) wow I was Yeah, so I was following you for a little bit. So I realized that my thing is that, like, I can watch 
a surgery being done. I can watch my blood being taken, like that kind of thing. Like that's not what freaks me out. But watching someone cut themselves disgusts me. And I think it's more about like knowing that that inflicts pain. I kind of feel that too. Like it's like you're doing it on purpose to hurt yourself, and like that's kind of horrifying. Or like if like, someone cuts someone you know else, it's gonna hurt them. Yeah. And, like, especially if you watch it on like TV because they're like screaming. They're like ah. Yeah. Every time that that happens, and it's like all right. Yeah. Well, I could never go through that. <laughs> yeah. So like surgery doesn't freak me out because they're like either like you know sedated or whatever, and you're not really feeling it. So that's like where I'm. That's where you're okay. Cool with blood. I have oh, so I many. Have I also have fire heights. I thought there was another one in their feet I'm pretty disgusted by. I have a lot. Ants. I was... I'm really afraid of ants. <laughs> Spiders kind of gross me out. You know, I, I was... My thing, I was thinking, when you were talking about anatomy, like how you overthink that and it grosses you out. My thing is space. Well, I didn't say it, but you're no, right. I think you did. No, I didn't. Oh, okay. Well, I definitely do. You were like, I thought a lot about it. and then... Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I do overthink it. I just thought it was funny that you were like, are you overthinking You overthinking that? <laughs> But I am. That's why I'm afraid. I'm also afraid of space. Space freaks me out. And it's not, like, I could go to space and maybe oh, be fine. That sounds terrifying, though. Like, it does. I, I think, like, if it was, like, an easy, like, fun, everyone can go to space, like, I would be fine with that. But the thing that, like scares me is thinking about like there's earth and then there's like these planets and like that's cool and then it goes out of that and then out of that that it's the way we're like a tiny minuscule portion of the universe and like it's so disgusting maybe that has to do with my fear of having like zero meaning (laughs) oh i don't have that but like i'm terrified at the same time yeah like there's just so much what is it i guess maybe i would like to have some meaning i don't know yeah it's now thinking about it i am thinking about it more and um i i don't have anything else to say on that topic so we can move on oh really okay well i have several fears i know we're not going to do all of them because we just don't have the time to unpack it all so which one intrigued you the most out of the ones that i said i think you should do feet because that's kind of something that you've passed on to everyone else in the friend group. And I feel bad because I think, like, I get, like, ugh, feet, and people think that I'm directing it at their feet in particular. The most important thing to understand is it's just the idea of them. I hate that the concept of it. Like, I don't want to not have them because they really help me out in life also. I was a dancer for many years, and I still like to dance when I can. So I need feet. Something about them, it, it's, like, I can't look at them. Like, it's just disgusting to me. I'm not quite sure where that started. I think that it was just dance. Um, dancers have the most disgusting feet ever. I also, like, am a part of that. That's not just everybody else and I'm special and I don't. Like, we all have disgusting feet. And I think as a kid, it really disgusted me. And now as an adult, I still don't like them. And I just, like, the idea of them is so sickening to me. Yeah. Like, and then I've kind of passed that on to my friends. <laughs> Do you dislike looking like seeing your own feet yeah it's you... just feet in general okay. like they're just gross to me my feet don't well like i'm used to my feet you know like i know what they look like yeah and like i it's like part of like a love yourself so i gotta love my feet too you know like it's like i guess that's a part of it but like i think i'm fine with mine but the thought now of looking like seeing other people's feet for me it's as like... a dancer i think of it as more like i looked at feet so much that like I got destigmatized to them so sure. like me I look at people's feet and I look at like oh their they're arches arch. or their points so well. we do look a lot like at feet a lot but then one <laughs> it sounds so weird like it's it doesn't make sense if you're not a dancer yeah it sounds fucking insane but yeah now like when I got to college 
I was the person that did not like feet. Like people knew that about me in my dorm. That's so funny. Like they too in my dorm. Yeah, like I was the one who was always wearing socks, and they're like, "We've never seen your feet," and I was like, "That's okay." (laughs) (laughs) But um, yeah, feet. That's a combined fear. Men's feet usually is the worst. Those are the worst. (laughs) They're just (laughs) hobbit like. I have hobbit feet. You don't. I just think, I think it's funny that you, me, and your sister all have the same size foot. Yeah. But we're all different heights. Yeah, that's weird. And I'm the tallest. Are you really? How tall are you? I'm 5'4". Oh, so not by much. Not by much, <laughs> but, but like, tall. I am like the tallest of the three. That also is just So gonna... my feet look the smallest yeah. on my body. You do look like you have very small feet. Um, Which, in some cultures would be beauty <laughs> which i didn't even know that <laughs> i think mine look very regular i'm 5'3 I'm and your sisters don't look big she's 5'2 <laughs> <laughs> just announcing all of our heights <laughs> yeah feet <laughs> yeah so feet okay my biggest fear oh we're here yes we are i did my medium you did your medium my biggest, <laughs> what? My biggest fear, like since I was young and has stayed with me <laughs> into my adult years, um, is my fear of holes. Oh, your trypophobia. Mm-hmm. I've seen that people say like, "Oh, that's not a real fear," and it's like, "Well, you haven't met Lindsay. She's <laughs> terrified of holes." Like as a kid, I used to try to fall asleep, and I would just see holes that's in my disgusting. like when I would close my eyes, and. I could, I was like, ugh, ugh. Like, I was like, <laughs> I'm so sorry, it's not funny. Like, trying to escape them. And, um, and then learning that that, that it, like, had a name, I was like, oh, okay, so, like, it's a, it's, it's a thing. Yeah. Um, but I feel like a lot of people say it, and they don't know what that really fully is. Fully. Yeah, like, there's people like, oh, my trypophobia, but, like, the ones it, who really have it. But, <laughs> like, um, because then we... We had a friend in high school who, yeah, who was like, oh, I have trypophobia. And I was like, what's that? And he was like, oh, it's like a fear of holes. And I was like, oh, I have that. And he was like, okay, like watch this video. Yeah, that was so weird. It was weird because he was fine watching it. So I was like, yeah, he was like, but I don't think I have it that bad. Let's watch this video and see how bad you have it. That like tests or whatever, like shows you a bunch of images. And I was was a little grossed out because it's kind of gross to just look at a bunch of pictures of holes on like a slideshow video on YouTube. Yeah. But you were like, I started crying. (laughs) So, my thing with like trying to deal with it as a kid, I would just like close my eyes and like just force myself to think of holes in different scenarios. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Okay. Like, I'd be like, you have to look at at these in your mind. Mental therapy. (laughs) That's like, that is no exposure therapy. Yeah, you're doing that to yourself. That's my big one. <laughs> so, trypophobia for Lindsay. Um, it is real. <laughs> it's real. When, after we graduated high school, um, our friend group decided to go on a road trip. And we had a stop in San Francisco. And there was a man on the bus <laughs> singing a song. And it was... About holes. holes. It was about holes. He said, when we listen, when, when we, we listen, listen there, when we listen, when we listen, there's, there's two, two holes. holes. There's two holes. There's two holes. There's two I just always remember that song. (laughs) It felt targeted. (laughs) Yeah, it was like they knew Lindsay was on the bus and they were like, I'm going to sing a little song about this trypophobe. For her to get over her fear. (laughs) Exposure therapy. 
Um, so my, I think one big phobia though, like is fire. And it's not like, you know, some phobias people see it and they like literally have to like leave. Like they're like, I can't do this. I have to go away. It's not like that. Panic attack. Yeah. Like uh, we need to clarify that it, we don't have that. Well, you do a little bit with the holes. <laughs> we have, we both have quite awful anxiety by the way. And yeah. it's not like, oh, we're anxious people. Like we both have like diagnosed anxiety. Shout out to our psychiatrists. <laughs> I am really afraid of fire. Like when I have nightmares, like it's about fire. Like I'm afraid of burning on fire and I it's so scary to me. And when people like take out like lighters, I get like a little anxious or if I get like too close to a candle, I'm like, ah. like I'm just like really afraid of the burning. Like I, I'm frightened of that horribly. And um, this was a fear that started, I think really through like watching movies because a lot of like kids movies are just like, TV shows and movies in general, like, the bad guys will, like, catch on fire or, like, they'll fall into, like, a pit of fire or, like, one big one is Indiana Jones um, at the end. I don't know what they do, but their faces melt off and it's terrifying. Little House on the Prairie was fun. <laughs> There's an episode where the blind school, like, goes up in flames and all the blind children are running out and, like, there's a, a woman, I can't remember who she is, who gets trapped in there with a baby and they're like screaming oh, yeah. out the window and it's so scary. So there's like things like that. There's so many examples like that. I was so afraid. The Incredibles. I don't really know what that was, like that trope. They're like, and they caught on fire and everybody died. Home Alone, he used a lot of fire to... <laughs> oh, in um, The Lion King, Scar like falls to a fiery death at the end. He like falls into like a pit of fire. Ice Age, when they almost throw... Um... You have a lot of examples. <laughs> I just keep thinking of more. <laughs> Ice Age when um, Sid the sloth like finds the other sloths and they like try to throw him into the volcano. The other sloths? Is it the sloths that do that or is it like somebody else? Why would they do that to He gets like sacrificed. <laughs> He's literally fine. Like there's like four other movies. How does he survive that? I don't remember. But I just remember as a kid being like the idea of that happening to me. Like obviously not that specific trope. But like me falling into a pit of fire. Ugh. Fire. I'm terrified of that. So I think the last thing we should do is probably just discuss, like, how we deal with our fears on a daily basis or, like, these silly little phobias we have, you know, or, you know. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, like, one, like, something that probably has helped us, too, is just, like, having that, like, someone and, like, friends that you can, like, share those things with. And then, like, we all have, like, weird fears that, like, seem very, like, maybe unjustified almost where it's like what's so scary about holes <laughs> that's the one i was thinking just like talking to a friend our friends and like hearing their weird like that they're afraid of like weird stuff that seems weird to us and knowing like oh it's like it's okay like you know we yeah. all have our different things and like there's nothing wrong with a little fear yeah like it's not a bad thing if it's something that you're genuinely so terrified of that you can't, you know, comfortably live your life, obviously, I would suggest more than talking to a friend. I would suggest seeking a physician, psychologist, or psychiatrist. Yeah, like talking to your therapist about it. Yeah, I, I would suggest seeking greater help. And, you know, if you don't like the idea of going into therapy, they have, like, online services you can use. They have hotlines you can call, you know. So if it's really bad, I, I wouldn't suggest just talking to yeah. a friend. But for us, you know, we have these little silly fears that maybe aren't so silly because we really are a little anxious about them. Um, it's nice to have a friend to talk to. Yeah. And if you don't have any friends, you could always write it down. 
that's write it in terrible. a journal and someone will read it eventually yeah or it's just good to get, like, get the feelings out you know you can write it down or you could like make a voice memo and just kind of say it you know you know i'm really afraid of fire just to put that out there and then just keep it for later and that way you're not holding it in out there in the world yeah but like certain things like when we went to hawaii like and like swimming and like looking at the coral like coral is disgusting to me like it scares me i don't know just like trying not to like focus in on my fears like thinking about like the water and the waves and like oh like look for the fish and not at the coral specifically like things like that like if you have a fear of like maybe you're claustrophobic or like spiders or something like and you're in an old house you know spiders will be yeah like don't think about the fact that there are spiders there think about why am i in this old house (laughs) (laughs) why am i here how I deal with things like that is I try to come up with like solutions. This is about to show how anxious I really am, but like I'm, I try to like know basic fire safety rules. So that way if I'm in a situation, I don't completely lose my mind and just cry. And I go, all right, how do I deal with this situation? Now I know because I looked it up and I did my research. So I was ready. I have never been in a fire. I used to lay in bed as a kid and I would plan out if there was a fire, I would break the window and then I would wrap myself in my comforter because right outside my window was roses. That's smart. You were ready. <laughs> and oh, I was God. like, I'll take my guitar. And <laughs> that's what I used to do. I'd be like, what would I? That, I should also say we're from California where we have fire season. And then like house fires. You can do that for other things. So like, I don't know why I'm so stuck on spiders. Maybe that's my biggest fear. <laughs> um, but like, what if you could be more maybe educated on like which kinds of spiders are dangerous, dangerous, poisonous could kill you like that could be something maybe that could help you because if you see like a little baby spider you're like oh well that's not a black widow like that can't Hurt cause me harm but, so i don't know yeah. that's something that's true i would also say like what was that? what were the i said feet i mean there's no getting around that one that one's just like you really have to just look up brace, <laughs> brace your grit your teeth and deal with it. Yeah. Embrace yourself and go out into the world and it is what it is. Yeah, maybe look up. <laughs> yeah, like don't look down because you know don't where they're going to be. <laughs> yeah, that's just, that's why it's like a mid one for me. It's like, eh. But um, like the idea of like getting like a cut and like bleeding, that's like a little frightening to me and, and I explained why. But like I know how to deal with that. And if that's something you're afraid of, you know, there's a way to deal with that. You know, you, you put a band-aid on it or if it's bad, you know, you could pressure 911 or go well maybe i wouldn't call 911 because they might send you an ambulance and that would be a lot of money to pay i love america (laughs) (laughs) that would be a lot of money to pay but like go to the doctor you you can go to the doctor yeah you could go to the emergency urgent care you could call them and ask them for help possibly you know what's a big trope in shows this is really random well it has to do with blood is like um a friend like bleeding out and they're like well i don't want them to get blood in my new car yeah that is weirdly a trope <laughs> like it's like a weird joke that they'll do they'll be like well i don't want like them to get blood on my new outfit i know like, it's so weird <laughs> that's a very random one what made you think of that um because i was thinking oh like if you don't want to call like if you don't want them to send you and drive you ambulance yeah that's true and then you were like just thinking of that. and then i'm like well i don't want julia bleeding out in my <laughs> yeah that is a weird trope what's with the weird tropes the fire and the blood whatever so that's that. That's our first episode. <laughs> that's our first episode. We wanted to kind of go in easy with the hard to talk about subjects. Because, you know, phobias are interesting to talk about. It's not something that's like a normal conversation that you have with like people that you're just meeting. Yeah. 
Yeah, and then you can think about what are my weird phobias that I've never really even thought about. And maybe you don't like the idea of like exposing these fears, but it's kind of good to to know. That way you're prepared. Yeah. Further on, we kind of want to delve into like some more... A little deeper. Deeper topics. But yeah, thank you for listening. And I'm Julia. I'm Lindsay. And mm, that's, that, was that was ridiculously, ridiculously inconsiderate. inconsiderate. <laughs> also, I wouldn't say we were too inconsiderate on that no, one. No, that, um, that was pretty... We were pretty calm. Yeah. Good, goodbye. Goodbye.